Welcome back around the Ministry Roundtable, a resource for those in or exploring ministry. I'm your host, Grant Rothberg, and we're joined by Tony Robinson from Sagemont Church in Houston, Texas, where he serves as the uh, discipleship and young adult minister. Tony, our question is, what do ministers need to know about those in Generation Z? Generation Z, which we, I guess, would describe as 16 or younger, is what we're saying. So there's there's a lot of things, and, and, and really, in essence, just know that Generation Z, that group, is a different beast. It's a different group of people, and however you want to want to take that, you just need to recognize that that is a different group of people that receive and give communication in a different way. Uh, so the, the things that I've thought of and things that they're going through, again, it's just very different. One of those things is is that their awareness of life is getting younger and younger in terms of, and what I mean by life, I put that in quotes, but uh, I, I remember sitting down with a family a few months ago and they were talking about how with their, their youngest daughter, she's in sixth grade right now, and they were going to sit her down, I think, at fifth grade to do the whole talk about, you know, puberty and sex and all that th- and all that stuff. And, and it just turns out that they had already missed the boat uh, that at it seems like whether it was fourth grade or maybe even even younger for some kids, they are already being introduced to those topics uh, to when, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago it was appropriate and it seemed like a good idea to have that talk at fifth or sixth grade, but it is happening at a younger age. And so uh, going from puberty to sex talk to um, even pornography is in, being introduced at a younger age. And so parents need to realize that their awareness is going at a younger age and then also just know that there needs to be possibly some conversations happening uh, with parents um, and those students um, at a younger age. And so. Just know that that's happening. Uh, the, the worst case scenario, unfortunately, is where a student gets introduced to that topic at, at a school um, or at a friend, with a friend, and, and that's how they get an understanding of what's going on. Um, and so we just, it's difficult to be you know, ahead of the curve on that, but just know that it's changing and it's getting at a younger age. The other thing that is important to know is for that generation, uh, the social media matters. And, and I know that we, for the, for the older generation, and even, even for, for me as a millennial, you know, we kind of, you know, have this, this idea that, you know, social media is, you know, bad. You know, I, I downgraded to a flip phone. So, like, I'm, you know, I'm all about, you know, try and, you know, slow down and, and cut off from technology as much as possible. But just uh, for the longest time, I've, uh, I've seen it, and, and the older generation has seen it as just a, a crutch or just a negative or a hurdle that we need to overcome for that generation. Um, and instead of seeing it as a hurdle, um, it may be helpful to, to, to change our viewpoint and to see it as a resource and a way to communicate and connect with them. Um, and obviously, th- there needs to be some boundaries in terms of when and how it's used and, and, and everything like that. But instead of seeing it as a hurdle, we may need to see it as a way to connect and reach and share the gospel with them because um, that's the way that they communicate and that's that's their language now. It's social media. And so uh, we need to use it as a resource. Now, the last thing that I would say is that uh, the, the stress and busyness for someone that's in a Generation Z group, um, it is at alarming rates than what it was 20 years ago. 
uh, or 30 years ago or 40 years ago. Um, so so the, the norm now is for a student in, in high school or junior high, if they're not taking all AP classes, uh, then they're not doing well in school. And so I've even had some students where they had to make a decision between taking an elective or taking another class that was an AP class to where they could have all AP classes. And so they decided not to take their elective or they only considered electives that had an AP a component to it. So uh, the stress um, and the busyness to where uh, they, they had to go to school all day, get home from, uh, go to extracurricular activity, go home, and now they're doing homework for all their extracurricular activities. And so the busyness of that group is at, um, it's at a rate that it's never before seen. Um, and, and, and that's difficult from a church standpoint. How, how do you minister to someone or to a student that's involved in basketball and football and choir and is in seven AP classes? How do you do that? Um, and so Wednesday night is no longer a sacred night. Sunday morning is no longer a sacred, you know, morning. And so how do you go about engaging uh, that group? It, is, it has changed drastically. And so realizing that um, I think will be helpful for people to know. Well, thank you so much for that answer. And as always, we want to thank you for joining us around the Ministry Roundtable. If there's a question you'd like answered, you can send it in to us at ministryroundtable at yahoo.com.